A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Main hop god. What an absolute stud he is. Week in, week out, posting massive scores and just being involved in so much across the park with the attack, with the base stats there at 61 points in base. The massive minutes and there was some big questions coming into this week as to if we should captain him or not that was the big one on our lips and i still had him as the third best option and in our number one and two there with cleary and murray our consistent top performers both failed and got 40s and hopgood came comes out and does this so a massive congratulations to the over three percent that did captain him and let's speak about that now because, as I said, it was a bit of a contentious topic last week and, and people are a little bit scared, especially those that have played this game a long time. You know, it could be a flash in a pan, these types of players, but what we saw here is someone that is so eager to get in every bit of contact, get in every bit of run. He's always popping up in the right spot. Those tries, assists, that first one, for example, was absolutely sublime. The second one, it's just him being there, ready to go. You know, something that we hope that our most of our fullbacks are like, something Teddy does really well, Pappenhausen does great. It's just being in that right spot at the right time. You know, it wasn't too, you know, a lot of people could have made that play, but most people aren't there. And Hopgood is just in absolutely everything. And he's clearly becoming someone now that you should probably be looking at captaining. Like, seriously, incredible. Especially with Cleary out this week, Hopgood is that guy. And that's what we're looking for. We'll speak about guys like Drinkwater and stuff later, but just looking disinterested and, you know, not popping up around the play and being ready to make that run. You know, if you're there ready to go, most likely the guys are going to give it to you. Like, oh, this guy's ready. He's he's out there. He wants to be here. He wants to make that 10 meters, get that offload or whatever he's going to do and and get around it. But Hopgood, amazing work. And yeah, it's interesting that he's still only owned by over 40% of people. So there's still a lot of people that aren't even playing this properly or there's some bot teams or some whatever it is. But yeah, he was incredible there. And a really nice game this one. You know, Sharks coming away the victors. This was uh, the best game of the week so far, I think. It was very fun with lots of points, but you know, plenty of good defense in there as well. Just a lot of back and forth. And that was the big thing there is just Brad Arthur's minutes for these forwards. Like It's great that Hopgood had the 71 minutes. He did miss a tackle that cost him a try at the end of the first half. So you know, these types of guys, I still think it's best that they play that 30, 32 minutes, something like that. 
35 even in that first. That last five minutes is just so important. Uh, obviously getting in and out of halves. So you know, 35 there, have five or 10 off in that second half at the start there and then played that last 30. You still get 65 minutes out of them and you know, they're just much more effective. But you know, obviously Hopgood, we'd like him to be on there as, as many minutes as possible. The five missed tackles is not an issue for these type of players. But yeah, this week they had Greg that didn't play many minutes. I think overall they had 40, 40 to 45 minutes off that bench. And again, I think it's cost them just with some tiredness around the middle there. But yeah, Moses, I spoke to a couple of guys that had Munster and I thought Moses was the clear best option there. Obviously a 79 coming out with two tries. Uh, and a line break. 20 tackles for no misses is incredible and 138 meters gain. So that'll be an outlier game from him as one of his best of the year. So if you picked him up, uh, you're absolutely laughing there. 6.7% ended up with him. And yeah, I hope you went Munster straight to Moses there. Nakora there, he has uh, lovely you know games here and there where he gets 70 with a try uh, and, and just a, an absolutely perfect effort there with no negative plays. So that's him. He'll, you know he's, he's priced at 689, guys. He was 700 before. This first, uh, this second round here, he showed show there that he had like a, a score in the low 40s in the first one, and then comes out and dominates in this one there. So expect that from him. Regan Campbell Gillard, big minutes again, the 65. I still think that he can play around that 58 to 60 max, and you know they can use a couple other guys. But he was great as well. Only had the one missed tackle, and you know did his job. I suppose yeah, if he continues to do that, you can't really force him off the field, can you? So yeah, to get that try as well. Dylan Brown, the 62. So a great return performance from him. I don't think defensively he was very good, to be honest with you. That left side, you know, he was out of out of position a little bit for a couple of those tries. Um, but yeah, overall, Brownie, a good game for him fantasy wise, just with the one missed tackle. Yeah, you know, a lot of those those ones where they scored, he just didn't get didn't lay a hand on them. So that was that. But yeah, it doesn't it's not gonna affect him. He's still gonna be locked into this side. Uh, but they need to do change a couple of things to, to get some wins because they've had you know, obviously two tight Losses in the first two games is pretty frustrating, but they are there, guys. If you're a Neils fan, you, you definitely shouldn't be worried overall, but there are this type of team that can you know, can lose a bunch of those games and they'll win by like 30 the next week. That Gutho HIA, it just really, it really changes the game, doesn't it? You know, it comes off after, you know, them being up 10-0, lose a bit of momentum, lose their organizer at the back. It shows how important he is in that back there. As soon as he was off the field. They scored those couple of tries on that left side. And, and obviously that fullback is, is very much the organizer in their defensive line telling blokes where to go. They were just matched the wrong person. They were just one one in instead of being one out there. So yeah, Gutho, that HIA, when it seemed like he was okay, obviously, you know, that whiplashing motion, they need to, the welfare, but just shows how big the sin bins are, obviously, the, the most important as to how that affects the game. But then the HIAs that, um, yeah, just really, really changed the game there. So again, wouldn't be too stressed, but that was definitely frustrating for you guys when he's obviously fine. But if he's not fine, they obviously need to take him off there. Kennedy, 57, a three-try effort. Don't rush to pick him up, guys. He's had two solid games, to be honest with you there. You know, a mid-30s in the first one and the 57 in this one did a good job for sure. But yeah, I wouldn't be rushing to get Keno. Uh, there's a reason he's priced down that far. Dale Finucan, really good to see him play the 64 minutes, guys, but don't be jumping to get him either. Braden Trindle, I hope for your owners that he gets more game time because, you know, and they don't rush Hines back for that reason. But you know, there's every chance that with the next two Sunday games that Hines has, it might just be one more week or potentially, you know, round four, I think he should be coming back. But unless it's just a complete tear, because at the moment it's four weeks of Hines being out. It is as of now today. And, you know, if he doesn't play next week, it'll be six until he comes back and maybe even seven. So to say, you know, to have a completely torn calf and not tell anyone about it is really strange. Like usually that information comes out. Well, I don't know why they'd keep lingering. They just tell him, just tell everyone that he's out. 
and you know for the next couple of weeks and go from there i don't, don't see the issue because yeah a, a small strain should be one to three weeks so we still get conflicting reports which is annoying for non-owners obviously as you can tell uh but yeah he's a he's a good player guys and, and he'll he, you should be playing him in your team if you weren't this week i understand worrying him about the 33 but he yeah did a great job in that first half and it just didn't go his way in the second last week and this week it was kind of pretty even across the board with just the missed tackles and the one error Blake Braley, another solid week, guys. Just big tackle numbers for him. A couple of runs out of dummy halves gives him a chance to get the odd tackle break, which is what he needs to be good. Teague Wilton there, the 50 for him. We're very, very happy with his output if you own him with no attacking stats this week. This is what we're talking about in that first trial. He, he managed to play and not have any attacking stats and have a decent amount of tackles. So getting up towards that 40 mark, which was exactly what you're looking at. So some weeks he'll have lower tackle numbers if they have the ball a bit more, which usually means he's able to get the attacking stats. So... A 50 fatigue, you know, if he continues to do that, he's going to slowly make his way up to about the 700k mark, which is what we were hoping for with, with guys like Ian Butcher. I still think Butcher will be able to do uh, a little bit better. Overall, you know, he should have got that 45-50 last week, and I think he can continue to do that. So the edge, is, the edge position is so stacked with, you know, mid-range guys that are that are doing a good job, and we'll obviously see a few more of them with Katoa and the Oro and these types of guys, uh, Jack Jackson Ford and the like there. McInnes, God, he tries hard, doesn't he? 45 points for him in the in the base stats there. Had a couple of errors, unfortunately, just trying to do things a bit too quick, which is you know, obviously for the betterment of the team if he can if he can get that right. Uh, but yeah, that, that was him there. Sivo, how good is he to watch? Crazy, man. As soon as he gets one-on-one, -on -one, 10 meters out, that winger looks like they, they shit themselves, don't they? He just is an absolute mountain of a man. To pick up the two tries is, is so standard at, at Parramatta Stadium there for him. Uh, and, the, and the line break there. Just very limited on the negatives again, just the one error. Just very safe across the board. The Cardi Party. Cardi Party's in full swing, guys. Averaging 52 over the first few weeks. We should get another 50K in price rises out of him. I was a little bit worried early on. Very interesting that how uh, how conservative he seems at the moment, which is great. I think that's exactly what you know the Eels need at certain times, is for him not to force that offload, not to you know be a little bit too expansive in this, in this outfit. But sometimes, you know, when they're down a little bit, he needs to display a little bit of that. And he ran well in a little bit of open space, had a few offloads, a few tackle breaks. And I'm really impressed with his tackling, actually. He seems like he's, you know, he's not running out of the line. He's hanging back, good in contact, you know, wrap, wrapping around, hanging on there. A couple of those missed tackles there were just them kind of running into line, palming off him and stuff like that. Those, those weird, weird, annoying ones. And had that one error where in the, in the first half, he thought he was, he thought he was the, the decoy man. And they uh, end up just passing straight. He wasn't even looking at, really looking at uh, Brownie, I think, when he passed it to him. But it is what it is. But yeah, 47, really happy with that as owners. And I just, I did feel like he was someone that you really need to bring in, at least for the next sort of three to four weeks, because he is playing solid. And I think they need that type of player that has an option to offload. If they can offload out left even further and get Sivo some early ball or, or in broken play, I think it's going to really help them. But yeah, Brycey, 47, really, really good. Okay, Junior Bolo there. So 45 for him. 57 minutes, I think, is a bit more normal. He got the extra ones last week. And I think 57, he can do a lot of damage. And, and this week just wasn't his week for tackle breaks and offloads, but that will come for sure. Ronaldo Melatale got the try this week after butchering his one last week. And yeah, no negatives across the park. Had a nice turnover tackle there. And yeah, a great catch off, off that kick for the try. So he was solid, guys. You know, you get him at that 538. Did lose the 31K last week. But hopefully you stuck strong with him if you own him. And he did a much better job. Raymond was okay as well, guys. But again, you know, scores in those 30s at the moment isn't great. Uh, and, and a bunch of negatives with some penalties 
and some uh, errors there. But that won't happen each and every week, and he'll get back into those 40s very soon. Gusto, guys, if you do own him, we know that he's not going to be one of those premier fling fullbacks, but he's going to be that sort of 40s type of scorer. Unfortunately, he had to miss the 15 minutes with the HIA, uh, but yeah, did his job when he was on the park, got the try saver as always there. Panasini with the 32 for him. He was good in this one. Again, not amazing. Didn't really get plenty of opportunities. Still in 97 meters. So again, with these centers, guys, up and down. You know, for him, a 49 in that first one, a 32 in this one. Take what you can get with these centers. Uh, he did his job. Matt Dury, another fun one from him. I was, I, I kind of called you know, earlier on the game. I was like, another 32 from, from Dury would be great. And that worked out exactly that. He is actually looking better and better every week and still no tackle breaks and no offloads in that. He's not really looking to offload, but he's running hard enough that I think that guys are going to run out of the line, bump off him, and you know potentially get those ones where they're diving at him and you know, get those tackle breaks that way. So I still think there's some upside in Dury. He's improving as a player each and every week. He does look pretty gassed on the regular uh, compared to Cartwright. Cartwright looks really fit, which is why I think we're not too stressed of him losing the 80 minutes for the next few weeks. Dewey, that's 72. He kind of came back on for the last few minutes there. But yeah, doing his job. 32 is great, guys, for these price. These guys that are priced at around that 17 mark, especially from the start. They're going to make you, you know, at least 100, 150K if he continues to average this 32 over, you know, the next five to seven weeks, which is going to be good. Moylan, really, really playing good footy. I'm, I'm happy with him at the moment. Those couple of tries. People are like, oh, who's going to lose their spot, Trindle or Moylan? Moylan suits his team so good. And then, you know, Trindle and Hines can do the, the bulk of the kicking and the organizing like that. So, yeah, Moylan was awesome. And a great kick for uh, Malatalo actually was off Moylan's boot. So he was great. Okay, Joshy Hodson is someone I wanted to speak about, guys. So we'll, we'll move on to him there. He got the 28 this week. And a lot of people were suggesting, oh, why don't you trade Smith to, to Hodgson? And, you know, over his career, he's very much a type of player that will get you a 30-odd and then get you a 40-odd, then get you a 60. You know, he's very much that type of player. Eight missed tackles is really odd for him, but he's one of those guys, he's looking a little bit slower. He's coming off an ACL. There's a lot of things going on with him to suggest that he's not going to score what he did in 21, in 2020, these types of scores there. And there's plenty of 30s and low 40s in those years as well. So there is a reason he's priced around this point, guys. Yes, last week was great. He got the try assist. Uh, you know, he, he still you know, did a few good things. Obviously, 42 tackles, three misses. You know, that's probably going to be more what he's like. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't see him hitting 50s on the regular. So Josh Hodgson, definitely one of those guys that people were looking to, to pop in their side after a solid week. You know, 12% of people had him in the top 100. So that will drop uh, their scores this week. Um, yeah, for sure. But this has been a very interesting week, guys, with the amount of lower scores from some of the middles that we uh, you know, came to expect some really good scores from. You'd imagine guys like Tino and Tarpani that had the lower scores last week. Great chance they're going to come out and get some attacking stats or, or do really well. So it shows, and we'll go through a few of these players, the up and down nature of, of some of them and, and how it works there. So yeah, we'll get through that in a sec. Jack Murchie, he was solid, 27 for him. Again, not super relevant. And then Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. 
Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. And yeah, Roycey Hunt, 12 minutes, just strange, but is what it is. Katoa with 13, Mamasia at 13 as well. Makatoa finally got in the park and got the nine points there. And it was, yeah, uh, Greg that didn't get his chance. So that was that first game, guys. Let me know your thoughts around one and the second game. God, this frustrated me to no end in a lot of ways. Cowboys are amazing. Again, generally look like the best team in the comp in the first 30 minutes last week and the first 20 to 30 in this one. And then they just completely fell away. And a lot of that started with our man Drinky. So we'll get straight to him at the moment. He ended up with 10. Disgusting performance, really. You know, that... Shoulder charge, whatever it was, sticking the arm out, whatever stupid thing he, he did there. Not good enough. Just looked dis- disinterested the whole game. And yeah, didn't do his job, I don't think. Like for someone that is usually sitting around that ruck, like I speak about, is ready to go for any kind of any extra runs, all that kind of stuff. This week, last week, just didn't look like it. I gave him a pass, pass mark last week because he was in there ready for different attacking plays and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of the wingers did a lot of that grunt work. But this week, not good enough. And then when he came back on, you'd expect him to have a little bit more vigor, uh, you know, try and help them win this game. And he just had nothing. And just, again, very disinterested. I was really excited at the start of the game when he was kicking a lot, using that left boot of his. So 128 early kick meters for him. And you're like, well, if he can have that, if he can pick up five or six from that, he's got his five or six, you know, kick defusals on the regular basis. And, you know, he can come out run his 150 meters, get his tackle breaks, get his try assists and stuff like that. It obviously just didn't work out. A few of the times they got an attacking you know, chance, they end up going for a penalty goal or something like that. Uh, or they scored on the left and, and he, w- he wasn't on that side when they went that way. So there's a few unlucky things with that. But yeah, the carelessness with that high tackle, most likely he's going to miss a few weeks. I think you know if he does miss a few weeks, guys, he's an automatic sell. Just because he didn't, he doesn't look anything like what he did last year. And that's why we picked him up because you know it's like, well, let's, let's shore things up in the wing fullback position. Get someone that's pretty consistent. You know, even the the run meters for him on a regular basis uh, last year were in that 150, 200, especially you know in the late in that middle part of the year when the Cowboys really turned it on and improved as a player. You would have just expected him to to come out and you know be a very similar type of player. You look at the tackle bus numbers and you know one game with one, but everything else is is two and above all the way from round thirteen. So really not good enough here. You know. When he first came into the team last year, he had a 62, 29, 50, 53. Obviously, a couple of 29s in there in some lower minutes. Not not 80 there, but 60. He had a 14 in a bit of a strange game for him, but you know, 68, 61, 50. We've just picked him at the complete wrong time with a 38 and then a 10. So, yeah, meters gain, not much there. You know, a few tackle breaks. Tackle numbers are lower than he was every game last year. You see you know, minimum games of four for the majority of the year. So... Just a, an unlucky one to start with. You know, you, you can't, you couldn't think to pick him up at the start of this year and with the, the solid draw that they're going to have. Like, he could be out next week for the, you know, for the Warriors game. We've got the Titans, the Dogs, and the Dolphins and Warriors again. Like, you just can't, you can't pick these things. You know, you, you pick him for to go solid in the first few weeks, you know, with some tougher games. And then for the nicer run, you'd expect him to come out and do really well. But I don't even, I don't even know if it's going to happen. Even if he does get off, which I doubt, I just can't see it happening. So he's a great chance of being a trade out. You see here, even the top 5,000, there's 13% that, that own him. 
which is great for for me anyway having being an owner he just really killed us so yeah it really what all this is showing guys is you, you base your decisions off you know stats you'd expect him to average similar at least the exact same as he's 47 but he averaged 50 over the last bunch of the year so you'd expect somewhere around that just based off the stats and you know and the and the draw and how the team's going to go and he's even added extra kicking you know he would kick a little bit across the year so you know he has that in his game as well just to have that base and it just didn't work out well for owners at all so you can tell my frustration and there's a few guys in this team that might be of interest i.e reese walsh but let's start up top with carrigan once again he outdoes haas and and the great thing with carrigan there is he's had a massive improvement guys he's quickly going to be an 800k type of player and i think i suggest that majority of you look to get him in your side as quick as possible Again, not blowing up your team for it, but if there's an injury, if there's a suspension, you know, if you've got enough cover, for example, with Drinky and you've got that extra 150 or 160K, whatever it's going to be, you could try and do that. But he's going to be a guy you want in your side. And I am upset that I decided to go, obviously, Murray over Carrigan. Early in the game, he was 20 in the 25 minutes and, you know, came back with about, what, 25 to go? A bit less, so 30, 30 to go he came on with, actually. Um, and then, yeah, was looking solid, getting plenty of tackles. And then right at the end there, he had the offload. He had four tackle breaks. He had the turnover tackle, plenty of tackles, plenty of run meters, and built it all the way up. So he was incredible. Payne House, I have no qualms with, guys. You've got him priced at a 56, and you've got him up to a 62.5. And that's with sort of low-ish tackle numbers, you know, no attacking stats uh, out, you know, outside of the tackle breaks there. A couple offloads this game. Obviously, two to ground, one to hand which was great. So, you know, 62 for him. I have no qualms with that. Obviously, yes, yeah, just the Carrigan uh, not getting him instead of Murray was, was a sad one. But is what is. Both those guys, really important for everyone's side. And the Broncos, a really, really good effort there. And they look amazing now with Reese Walsh. So very exciting for all those Broncos fans out there. Uh, Adam Reynolds there, 59 for him. He was just really solid. That's two in a row, 59. And we know what happens when the Broncos play well. He's going to come out and dominate because he's going to get the odd tackle, uh, the odd try assist. He's going to get enough goals, and then his uh, his you know playing them around the park is amazing. Four hundred kick meds, a force drop out, doing a little bit of everything: turnover tackles, offloads, you know, random tackle breaks. So Reynolds was great. Walshy, he's someone that was absolutely incredible. The big thing with him though is you look at how amazing that game was. Everyone will say you watch that and you go, "Wow, he's incredible." But fifty four in fantasy for how good that game was is a little bit annoying because he did have a try saver. He had a try assist and a try. Obviously, yeah, plenty going on in this game with the three line break assists as well. But you look at this and you go, wow, how does he only get 54? There aren't a crazy amount of negatives in there, obviously. Yeah, he's got eight in negatives. So if you're gonna jump on him, fair. Just be aware that there will be games where he doesn't ha he doesn't play as incredibly. It is his first game of the year. As soon as he builds up some niggles and stuff like that, maybe that pace drops a little bit. But a big improvement this year, him moving to the Broncos. It looks like he's invigorated. He looks he's playing happy, playing super strong. You compare the difference between him and Drinkwater in this game, and it's just night and day, not even close. So incredible how he's how he played that game. Definitely a solid option. He's going to be at that five fifty mark after this week. And you know, can can you expect him to average a forty-five plus and be you know one of the top five to six keepers in the wing fullback position that gets a run all the way through to round fifteen? Yes. So he's a solid one. We'll speak about him more during the week, but yeah, he was great. Ezra Mammy. Every time there seemed to be an offload, he was there. Every time there was a loose ball, he was there. So he was great again, footy wise. Fantasy was solid, obviously with the fifty-four. Again, he's one of those players that seems to just get. A solid score without it being spectacular for the game that he had for the run meters the length of field stuff he is still only getting a 54 
the thing is, guys, just those kick meters aren't there. Tackle numbers, you obviously, you know, for, for a guy that's a bit more of a base stat guy, can have a bit of flair. 18 is solid, but when you got three errors in there and the missed tackle, it just doesn't add up completely. So again, man, we want him to average about 50. Can he do this every week? Probably not. So just be aware of that when you're looking to pick him up. Tamalolo, I think, had a really good game. 200 meters, seven tackle breaks. He was awesome, guys. Flegler, 52 in 36 minutes. Wow. Uh, he came on and just really got into him. You know, ran really hard, made some busts, uh, got some offloads. He did really well. Farnworth, super, super duper player, man. He's going to be one of those keepers in the centers as well. So keep him in mind, you know, if you're looking at him, obviously had a good line break and try assist there, which got him some extra meters. But his work, his work ethic there, the, you know, the missed tackle numbers are low. Really, really good. Robson, someone I want to speak about as well. So 42 for him. You look at his totals here. He has neg 10. The 48 tackles is great. He's playing 80 minutes every week. Run meters were down as well compared to last week. So Robbo, again, looking week to week, he has some games where he wasn't exactly 80 minutes, but you can look to them. There's a 26 in 59, 37 in 57 minutes there, 43 in the 69 minutes. But most of these games here, when he does play the 80 minutes, he really wasn't getting that low. So if you're looking at someone like Robson, guys, I wouldn't be stressed with him. You know, 45 is his lowest, uh, 245s in that 80 minutes. So yeah, you look at those totals there, and he had four misses in both of those games and lower run meters, 52 and 59, uh, sorry, 59 in that 44 score, and 67 run meters in that 45. So you'll see here that he does he does get that low 40s. This is the lowest one in a long time when he plays 80 minutes, so expect some improvements from there. But if you started with him, that 74 you see in round one will happen randomly, probably once a month, which is good. You can cop that extra, that, that 40 when he, when he gets that, because he is averaging 58, and that is a little bit higher than where he is priced at. So yeah, that's uh, that's all we need to speak about really with Robson. Don't fret with him, but it just shows that these middles, they don't always score amazingly well. We saw with Murray, for example, the 45. It doesn't always happen, guys. So we can only pick off you know stats and, and how they look to the eye. You know, stats first, and then if they've improved and, and you know getting their minutes, for example, then awesome. If not, then uh, then you have to make some changes from there if, if something's changed, for example, but nothing's changed with Robson. He'll be fine. Val Holmes, he seems to just be really loving that center position. He gets gets those quick play the balls, gets away real fast, and, and runs really well. So 42 for him. He'll be sitting around that point. The next bunch of weeks for him, I expect, with Cowboys winning a few more games. Look, they're, they're good, the Cowboys at the moment, without being spectacular. They just can't put a full half of footy together, or two halves would be nice. Even 60 minutes, I think we win a lot of these games, but that's that. Ruben Cotter, another one to speak about in terms of this you know, scoring, guys. Minutes-wise, a little bit lower than last week. He got the 67 minutes and the 60 points. This week, the 56 minutes, obviously lowered a bit. If you got that 67 minutes again this week, guys, even with the misses there, he'd still be looking at a 50-plus score. So, again, don't stress too much with these types of guys. They will get bigger minutes in some weeks. He Remember, he said he's going to be working up towards that 80-minute mark. So, Cotter will be fine. Again, take the good with the bad. There's a lot of players that score pretty bad this week. So, if you're 41 with Cotter... 41 with Cleary. Look, it's not the end of the world. It's not great, but it's not the end of the world. It's not drinky with 10. Let's say that. <sighs> how fun of a week I've had. I definitely feel better after this one, surprisingly. I just looked at it and I went, I was just so annoyed with drinky and how he played uh, for my team as well. There was just, ugh. The, the game before was just like, how I'm paying so much money for Cleary and you know Murray. They are more consistent, whereas drinky is going to have the 29 or the 25, whatever, and he's going to have the 60 or 70. You know that from a wing fullback, but... Yeah, those guys up top, really, really frustrating. Okay, down the list there, you got Tapau with uh, with 30 there. He really, 
I thought he had a, a lot of impact, which was really good. You go down the line, there's not a lot. Guys, Arthur's came in and you know played for Corey Oates, who looks like he's going to be out for eight weeks with that broken jaw. So I think that's really going to hurt Drinky as well. Yeah, definitely not as much as it hurts Corey Oates. That was um, yeah, sad for him because he was you know, probably should have scored that as well. What do you guys think of that? Should it have been a penalty try? Because you know it didn't look like it, it, ham- it obviously hampered him, but in the moment he's just trying to score a try and he was really working and trying to get there. Would that have changed if he if that hit him in the shoulder? Do you think that yeah would it would have mattered? For example, to give him that penalty try, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, and then Stagsy, he's the other one, guys. We need to talk about because he looks again. I wouldn't say disinterested. Miss tackles. He comes out of line, tries to, to smack blokes, and that's where he gets the, the negatives from. Did get that nice try off the kick. But, you know, run meters for him end up a lot higher than I thought it was going to be. It was probably sitting around that 40, 50 for the majority of the game. Again, just doesn't look like a guy. Why do they not never give him ball? They give Farmworth so much ball. I think he obviously looks for it a lot more than Staggs does. But you give Staggs early ball and you see what happens. So, yeah, hasn't worked out for him. And, and for those guys that have plugged him in, this is what happened last year. And it's why I didn't plug him in. So it's the only one, I've, only one of these guys this week that I actually avoided this this season, sorry, that I avoided that has actually come out and, and performed how I thought he might. You know, he started with three or four 20s and then started going well from there. And that's how it started in this one, which is not ideal. Yeah, we spoke about Drinky. Hiku, Palacia, Cobo is definitely the only, one, only other one that's going to be you know, fairly highly owned at 9.5%. This is what we're going to expect randomly randomly in games on the wing, guys. Uh, he, you know, he didn't really look like he was involved. That whole right side, 96 and 91 meters. So not good at all. Do you trade these guys out? Potentially. I don't know. I, what do you expect from Cobo? I think yeah, his price is too high for me. Stags, he's going to be cheaper. So it's like you trade him out at under 500K. Or yeah, is he a guy that could come out and get 70 next week? I'm not exactly sure on that one. That's obviously all a bit of a guess. But stats say that he's going to get 20 and 70. 20 and 70. That's the way I, I look, talked about him in the preseason. But yeah, that's it. That's it for that one, guys. Enjoy your Saturday slate. Can't wait to watch those games and hopefully a little more luck than the last few nights. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.